Hello and welcome to the New Era Voices News Digest. I am your host, Daniel Hijaji. For this episode, we'll be examining the recent escalation of attacks against anti-corruption activists in Iraq following the widespread anti-government protests that rocked the country last year. In a couple of months, Iraqis will mark the first anniversary of the October Revolution, a widespread protest movement against the government seen as corrupt, inept, and beholden to Iran. The demonstrations called for sweeping changes and a decisive end to the power-sharing formula implemented after the 2003 U.S. occupation, which marked the inception of a ruling system shaped by sectarian and religious division and corruption. The protests forced the government of former Prime Minister Adel Abdel Mahdi to resign. Iraq's new Prime Minister, Mustafa al-Qadimi, took over in April after a long period of political deadlock. During the demonstrations, hundreds of protesters were killed by security forces. Pro-Iran militias have also targeted anti-government activists for assassination, often with weapons fitted with silencers. Dozens were kidnapped, some of whom were later released near their homes. The whereabouts of others remain unknown. Anger and grief has resurfaced in Iraq in the past weeks, as the southern city of Basra experienced a pattern of killings of anti-corruption activists. On August 20, prominent activist Riham Yaqub was gunned down inside a car by unidentified men wielding assault rifles on the back of a motorcycle. She was 29 years old. Yaqub, a doctor by profession, ran a women's health and fitness center in Basra. In 2018, she participated in anti-government protests, during which she led women's marches. Yaqub has been receiving death threats since then. Reports suggest her name was on a hit list compiled by powerful Iran-affiliated militias that have led the crackdown on Iraqi civil society and political activism. In an interview that was widely shared on social media following her death, Yaqub deplored Basra's contaminated drinking water during a demonstration. People are being killed. Why? Because we said we want water. The water is now saline. They made it that way. I wish the Minister of Health, when she came to Basra, dared to drink a glass of water from Basra. At least she should have a taste of what it's like. The minister said only 1,500 people were left sick by the water. Only? Maybe we should have been 11,000. Maybe then they would have admitted it was a lot. No one represents us. No one is living the way we do. If the men and women of Basra don't stand up for their rights, we will all end up dead. Yaqub's coffin, draped with Iraq's flag, was carried in a funeral procession around her city. Basra mourned the young woman's death, which came soon after another activist's brazen killing. On August 14, Tahseen Osama al-Shahmani was shot dead in Basra by gunmen believed to be linked to pro-Iran militias operating in the city. According to local reports, over 20 bullets were fired at him. Dozens of protesters took to the streets after Shahmani's murder, attempting to reach Basra's police headquarters and calling for the identity of the killers to be revealed. Police responded by firing live rounds at demonstrators. In response, Prime Minister Al-Qadimi had Basra's chief of police fired. In the time between the killing of both activists, other civil society figures were targeted in Basra only last week. 
Ludia Raymond and Abbas Subhi were left wounded after a failed assassination attempt. Luqayya Dussari reportedly survived an attempt on her life after firing back at her assailants with a firearm of her own. Following days of authorities in action over the attacks, protesters gathered to demand the resignation of Basra's governor and torched parliament offices last week. An Arabic-language hashtag that translates to Iran is killing Iraqi activists circulated widely on Iraqi social media. Iraq's government subsequently announced a new military operation in Basra against militias allegedly responsible for killing activists. Prime Minister Al-Qadhimi visited the city on Saturday, telling security chiefs he awaits serious action from them to, quote, find the criminals as soon as possible. Qadhimi, who took office in May, faces challenges from factions of the Hashd al-Shaabi, a coalition of Iraqi Shia paramilitary groups with close ties to Iran. Iraq has also experienced recent assassinations beyond Basra. Last month, jihadism expert Hisham al-Hashimi was shot outside his home in Baghdad. Hashimi was an authoritative voice on Sunni jihadist factions, including the Islamic State group, but he was also frequently consulted by media and foreign governments on domestic Iraqi politics and Shia-armed groups. He had also come out strongly in favor of October's protests. On July 6, as Hashimi was getting into his car, three gunmen on two motorcycles fired at him from just meters away. After a wounded Hashimi ducked behind his vehicle, the gunmen approached and shot him four times in the head at close range. Given the clear targets on the backs of outspoken Iraqis in Basra and beyond, does political engagement in Iraq come with a looming death sentence? We spoke to Basra-based journalist Azhar Rubai'i about the concerns of local activists. Protesters on the ground, they feel worrying about their life uh, after uh, killing the most prominent activists in the city. However, some of the activists told me they are planning to relocate and escape the city into a secure place, either um, in Kurdistan or other neighboring neighboring countries. However, protesters now in the city, some of them, they are preparing for uh, huge uh, demonstrations maybe next week to ask the authorities and the government to announce who are the killers of the protesters and the activists in the city. Lubayi said the assassination of Yaqub, a young woman, was meant to send a message that no one is safe from being targeted by militias. I think that Ruham Yaqub being a woman had an impact on her being a target because we don't used to see that uh, women being uh, targeted by militias. So after the assassination of Reham Yaqub, all people in the city and all protesters on the ground, they feel unrest because the militias became such an uh, awful people that they target women also. They want to make a pressure on the protesters to uh, send them back home, but uh, they won't. Rubai'i expressed skepticism at the Iraqi government's pledge to carry out a credible investigation into the pattern of shootings against activists in Basra. I don't think so that the government under Prime Minister Mustafa al-Kazumi will conduct a credible investigation or even uh, put an end because they are militias. They supported by the most powerful country, which is Iran. They also have a brave decisions uh, over the Iraqi government. They just give promises, and all what they say just like an ink on paper. After several activists were attacked with total impunity, Basra civil society is having to live with imminent danger at its doorstep. And though there exists a palpable climate of fear, 
Iraqis refuse to be silenced as protests against violent militias and government corruption show no signs of abating. Thank you for listening to the New Arab Voices News Digest. This episode was hosted and produced by myself, Daniel Hijaji, with help from Gaia Karamatza. And in case you missed the latest installment of the New Arabs webinar series, next week's release will feature an audio version of our insightful panel discussion on the aftermath of the Beirut explosion. Don't forget to follow the New Arab on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'll see you next week.